0: play play the ghost exclusive boy 2 bring it to the phone. come real with the next episode Cause ain't but a jeep bag babe it's yeah, like yeah, this and we got no love for those. so just chill. to the next episode this 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 the dope show what
1: up what up what up welcome back to another episode of the next episode where we talk and follow pretty much, I guess, just Disney Plus shows at this point. But
0: At this point, it's just Disney Plus exclusively, and they don't pay yeah, us. Not, not at all.
1: <laughs> uh, just sure pats on the back. Thanks for watching. <laughs> uh, today, we're talking WandaVision episodes number one and two uh, that finally came on Friday. Boy, was I excited, and I couldn't wait, so I like clocked it on. Right when I woke up. But anyway, that's what we're talking today. Uh, we'll go over some Easter eggs, a little bit about the episode, some theories and all of that. Uh, but this is episode uh, number 17 of the next episode. I'm your host, Bradley Bax, with my man, Chris Bucky Watts, riding shotgun.
0: That's me, I'm here, I'm ready to talk all about it. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good old WandaVision. Uh, right now... I did see I think it's at 97 the season overall is at 97 certified fresh. I think that's, okay. that's what I saw. Great. Um Great. each episode is at 100, so that's kind of confusing. Uh <laughs>
0: 100, 100, 97. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they judge it as, they judge it as a whole and individual episodes.
1: Yeah, I don't know what what the algorithm is there, but yeah. They're both at 100 um something different than the Mandalorian right away was is that this is all directed by the same person, not guest directed, and
0: yeah, not guest directors. I noticed that
1: so, and Chris, we talked about a little bit about this too, um just before we started recording, but I feel like my expectations for some reason were like along the lines of how the Mandalorian was gonna go or like how they approached it, like interesting subconsciously i I don't know why I thought.
0: I don't that. think that's a weird thing to do. with With I think that comes with properties this large. Mm-hmm. When you have a property like Star Wars, and you get tastes and trailers and build up about a series, and you're seeing how the way it looks and feels, and you're like, "Oh my god, I think that could be freaking awesome." And then it's the same goes for Marvel here, right? <laughs> this huge build up, the things they've done cinematically, their first, yeah. the MCU's first show, you get to see this taste, and they're, they're already telling you like. Right out the jump, like the show's gonna be different, it's gonna be weird, but we're going all in on it. I think that then you build up in your mind, like, oh my god, this is gonna rock, you know what yeah. I
1: mean? Um, I mean, all in all, the hype over in general for this series, I mean, it got pushed back, obviously. It wasn't even supposed to be the first one either, I believe. Wasn't Falcon Winter Soldier supposed to be the first one to launch?
0: I do, I think that they, um, I think that they swapped those a while back, right.
1: Yeah, I think because it was supposed to come out in November of last year. Uh, but yeah, I was kind of expecting, like I said, a little sh- more of a show run, it, show run, similar to Mandalorian. But um, like you said, Chris, this this is uh, <laughs> definitely weird and out there, but they mm-hmm. definitely pre-warned
0: us. Um, yeah, they, they let us know, like, hey, get ready. We're about to start. And for those of you who don't know, who are, who are just tuning in on this, you know... WandaVision is part of and is tying in and setting up the whole concept of what we're going to see in Doctor Strange uh, 2 into the madness of the multiverse, um, which is sort of playing less with the, the things we've seen before in the Marvel Universe and the whole Infinity Saga was more about kind of more straightforward plot lines about, you know, uh, the, the hero fighting a villain, the Infinity Stones. It's more cosmic war. Um, the phase we're moving into with Doctor Strange is introducing some more, I would say, cosmic elements and more sort of reality bending elements. This one heavily will be involved with reality uh, bending while Doctor Strange is more about multiverses and that will that'll spill over into Spider-Man and things like that. So we're entering a new phase of the Marvel Universe and and WandaVision, I think, is, in my opinion, so far we're going to talk all about this. But it's doing a good job of, of lighting that fuse and letting a slow burn into this new universe.
1: Yeah, I would definitely uh, agree with you on that. Um, <laughs> the other thing that we talked about too is the length of the show.
0: Yes, that was a big. That's the big one right out the jump.
1: Uh, super short and a lot of credits, but
0: yeah, that thing. I, I mean, when you see it, you know, I knew it was going to be a half-hour type series. Uh, it, it's it's kind of a, what they're doing is creating a sitcom, but then turning it on its head, which I think is really really clever. Um, but yeah, you you get on there. Twenty nine minutes. Okie dokie. You push play. You get two minutes in the beginning of like the Marvel thing, and then and the show starts right. And then when the show ends, it goes here's here start the credits. And you if you haven't watched this yet, you probably should be listening to this, because we're gonna blow it for you. But. If you go ahead and smash the pause button when the credits start, you'll notice that there are anywhere between six and eight minutes left in the episode (laughs) of just solid credits. They basically have replaced commercial breaks that you would find in a television show with just a a stylized credits, a movie style credits, and the Spanish credits. It's like, damn,
1: you went deep. Yeah, all of the different languages have credits.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um... It's like they it's, – it's almost like I feel like – and we'll talk about this a little more. One of the – episodes one and two, some feedback that I've seen that I agree with about them. Uh, the one thing we're saying is like it's almost like they had a show and they were like, okay, the first episode can cover this much. Uh-oh, it's only 21 minutes. What do we do for, so it doesn't look like we're making micro content? Well, what if we just throw on a shit ton of – what if we throw in the French credits just in case? <laughs> and then when people ask why is it on there, we'll say, well, because we – Believe and support our foreign partners. Are you saying it's not good that we're a global company? And everybody goes, "Oh shit!" I guess I'm the asshole. <laughs> well, so I see what they're to, up to. They're on blast. To
1: be fair, I will say that they do that on every show that's dubbed.
0: But, but you know what? I will say that Mandalorian it it hits a little less because they're showing you the concept art. So it's almost like the show after the show, where this one is just a traditional credits from behind a tv screen with the names going by and i'm like the mandalorian works because you don't notice those last three minutes or credits because you're like damn that concept art is right, sick right
1: right, and the music's playing and all that so yeah
0: yeah which i would have i would have stole that they own these properties i would have taken that same damn thing for this show i would have done concept art or maybe like uh set design pieces like maybe show off like these tri- they put so much effort in this show into recreating a practical effect landscape even if in the credits was like. The, how the sets worked. How did you make the plates fly? Because he didn't use CGI. How did that, like shit, like that? that gives people a little glimpse. Could be fun. Anyways, that's my that's my credit talk. <laughs> the
1: credit talk. I, another thing with credits too, and also why I kind of st- stuck around or fast forwarded a little bit was uh, um, we're used to getting a, a cut scene uh, or a mid cut scene. So I was trying to. I was thinking that's what maybe it might be, but that didn't happen. So, I'm, I guess we just get one at the very end. You think?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, to so just tie like the next chapter in the in the sun. To open yeah. up whatever the next yeah. thing
0: is, instead of doing it each episode, they'll just do one at the end. Yeah.
1: Uh, all right, Chris, let's let's crack open episode number one again. It's one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and in this episode, Wanda and Vision struggle. To conceal their powers during Dinner with Vision's boss and his wife. Uh, first thing, and again, we're gonna get into the spoilers. So if you haven't um seen it, come back to this because you'll want to hear it. Uh, but I was actually surprised that what's her name? I think her name's Donna Jo Rupp. She was on that 70 show.
0: And about the mom from that 70 yes, show. Yeah.
1: yeah, I was I was excited. I was like surprised, but I was like, oh, cool. He's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brings that energy. I think they've, I mean, we can just talk about that first for the show so far. Um, casting for me has been phenomenal. I mean, there are a lot of parts we're going to get the show about a lot of parts. I think are absolutely stellar, but I think it's fun. I mean, these first two episodes, especially this one, these first two specifically take place in the 1950s, 1960s television landscape, right? So we're seeing a show that is very similar to the black and white bewitched Dick Van Dyke, it has those tropes, those that laugh track, all those things, right? Well, you have to cast people that fit those roles as well. They can kind of keep up that facade and the way they talked. And I think that you're exactly right. Like she does a phenomenal job. She has that feeling to her. People are familiar with her from that '70s show, but she feels like she could be plucked right out of a a 1950s television yeah. show, just the same way that Katherine Hahn does, or the guy that plays his boss. You're like, oh yeah, these people make sense. Yeah. I could, I could yeah, see that.
1: There's that old school way of acting where it's a. It's a different style, back then. Very yeah. different,
0: and a very different cadence in your speech and and all that stuff, which is which I think they've done a great jobs. So yeah, far. and
1: just to correct, it's actually Deborah Jo Rupp.
0: Deborah, Deborah Jo Rupp. Donna was
1: the character, a character yeah. in the show. Um, man, overall, this is first episode was pretty short.
0: Filmed in front of a live studio oh, audience. Right. Only the that's first right. episode yep. was, which is really really cool. Because it gave it this feel. I'll dive right in and tell you, Brad. Um, I, I loved it. I, I love, and I'm going to get ahead of everybody. I love this show so far. I'm putting my chips on the table and saying I know that there's some stuff that a lot of people are like maybe hesitant on or feeling like not clicking with yet. I think that the payoff on this show is going to be unbelievable. And I think that the way that I'm seeing these little, these it is such a slow burn. And I was actually thinking about this this morning. I think the issue with that, there's too many issues I'm seeing. Two many issues online and when i'm reading reviews are it's a it's a very slow burn the first two episodes feel like they should have been one episode mm. and they also feel like those are all setting up this world and they're giving this these little hints but there's no plot development and i agree with that the second one i also agree with is the fact that i think the show is not the slow burn so much but the subtlety of it and this is one that's more mine i haven't seen as many other places The only, and here's, I'm going to go on a long theory, but here it is. Love it. I would argue the MCU, I don't need to argue this. We can say it. The MCU is not subtle. The films in the MCU are not subtle. They're about superheroes and action pieces and explosions and big bang boom. My argument is that the most subtle of any of the, um, of any of the Marvel films is probably Iron Man 3. Mm. And that's only because it's a different type of movie. Shane Black directed it. has that kind of dark humor. There's a not a there's a whole section in the middle where there's not a ton of action. There's only two big action sequences. Um, I think that it's the most subtle. And it's the one that people don't really enjoy the most, even though I think it, it doesn't get the credit it deserves. Mm. Um, so we're not in the MCU used to subtlety. This show is a slow, slow burn that's trying to build suspense. It's trying to build this sense of Something's off here and you need to stay curious and stay on your toes as you watch. And it's also being very subtle. It's not just about the Easter eggs. It's about building a world where you again can look and say, something is off. What can I see that's going to help me solve this mystery? Because it would be easy for them to to spoon feed it to us. And after four episodes, it's an action series. But they're saying that's not what this is. This is something deeper than what you've seen in in the Marvel Universe. And I like that. I'm loving that vibe.
1: Yeah, it's like you said. It's definitely a a slow burn. No, no action really in the first two episodes. Actually, there, no, nothing. Yeah, nothing crazy. There's a
0: no fighting, no punches. It's more just it's joke humor. And another thing on top of that too that I will say I love, and we're going to talk about it for sure, is just the use of practical effects. In a weird way, it feels like a Disney Mm -hmm. show. And I love that. I love that they said, well, she has her powers, so we can make like, we can do some things to kind of fuddle around. But they're saying, no, screw that. They are creating a show in 2021 that looks like it was made in 1956. Like things are on wires, clearly props that are plastic. And I think that really does play into what we're seeing unfold in the scenario is that whoever's creating this, and we'll talk about that more obviously, our theories, but whatever's being done is being done to the point where it look it's not a fully cooked chicken that looks awesome it's like a full on plastic chicken but it works and i love that attention to detail it's it's so hard to do something like that and to be that uh, meticulous when you have the ability to not be and i think that's what makes the show really strong so
1: far yeah i mean the when they were filming it i believe they said that vision they actually painted him in black and white because his color didn't trans For over genius
0: genius it's little things like that it's making things float in a way that's natural it's making things move but then also not being afraid to uh throw in splashes the splashes of red especially when Dottie cuts her hand in the second episode um those splashes they they stand out so much because and they don't give it to you early which i love as well it's all black and white until there's one splash of color in each episode and it makes that color resonate more and I think that's what this show is. It's picking up on those little tingles of something different and out of place.
1: Yeah. The, I, I forgot what it was, but I feel like there was, wasn't there something with the red light on, was that the toaster or something?
0: Yeah. The toaster is blinking a red yeah. light and it like just keeps blinking for a little too long. Yeah.
1: It doesn't It zooms in a little bit, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It starts to zoom in and then it cuts to the other person. The, the woman who's featuring, this is during those two commercial, there's one commercial break in each one that's not really a commercial. Uh, and it cuts to the woman who's presenting that toaster and like a look on her face that something's off. And again, I'm seeing something, I'm gonna jump way ahead too. Like I'm seeing something that I am relating the feeling I'm getting as I'm watching, mm-hmm. specifically the dinner scene. And then obviously the radio scene in the second episode. I'm getting very similar tingles the exact same way that I got them when I watched get out for the first time and I know that this is a different movie than get out and and like it's not like none of take all that out of it but this ominous feeling that you know something's wrong but it's luring you into everything's gonna be okay like this is normal this is americana this is comfort television like whatever's going on is just this is for fun there's a laugh track and then there's these little moments where you'll be like well, oh, that was fucking. Cre- it makes them creepier. It makes the dinner scene creepier. It makes when the radio's going off way creepier because it's like, oh, that's just a radio message. In the trailers, that seemed like an action moment or a sci-fi moment, but as you watch it, you're like, no, this is kind of a horror movie moment.
1: It's definitely a, a yeah. I, I, there's there's elements that are definitely um, horror or suspenseful or just like off. And uh, in this first episode, uh, too, like the bo- visions boss like chokes.
0: Yeah, starts and choking and him. when they're asking a bunch of questions. Yeah,
1: and they just stare at him for a...
0: which plays in a, a big piece. Of, and, the, and the wife, obviously, the De- Deborah, she's just going. She just keeps saying, stop, stop, stop it. And in the beginning, she thinks her husband, you think she thinks her husband's choking as a joke. Right. But then it shifts when Wanda starts to realize something's off and she's looking at her. She's looking at Wanda telling Wanda to stop. Yeah. And it's just changed, and the, and that's another cool thing. The camera work is especially. I think a lot of people who watch might not have an eye for it, which is okay, because I think that makes it even weirder. Is that that show is shot in a classic? That first episode, it's shot in a classic standing camera three position, uh, where the camera can move, can look at the living room as they walk in, and then there's one camera in the kitchen, right? It's not until he starts choking, the camera cuts in, and all of a sudden, it's a it's on the table close up of faces. The whole rest of the episode, it's a classic 50s sitcom until that moment. So even as the viewer, without knowing it, something's changed for you in the way you're seeing a scene. That's beautiful. <laughs> so, Like you people, and no, nobody even know. You think, oh, it's just a sitcom, whatever. And all of a sudden, for a second, it gets really intimate yeah. and really dark. Yeah.
1: Uh, so Chris, you're giving this first episode a splash, I imagine?
0: I, I am giving it a splash um, big time. 100% especially for just for intrigue and and my wife said this to me after we were done that regardless of what we what the slow burn or the thing people like I don't know it's this after that second episode after the first episode ended our curiosity was at 100% and after the second episode ended our curiosity is still at 100% which I think is a good Interesting. thing uh
1: so the second episode again also has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes um but Basically, in an effort to fit in, Wanda and Vision perform a magic act in their community talent show. It's a similar black and white feel, but it's it's mm-hmm. definitely a different show because the their house is laid out different. And yes. There's a new theme song, which I believe is very bewitched influenced.
0: Bear, the the intro on that one is where it's cartoon animated, very yeah. bewitched. I mean, one hundred percent. Yeah, so
1: it's definitely got that kind of vibe in it. There's a lot of stuff in this second episode that's like hard to connect the dots. I like, I would think mm-hmm. uh, like Vision goes to that they're like in the library. It's like a committee.
0: Yeah, he goes to a the uh, neighborhood watch meeting, right?
1: And like, it's just a weird thing. It's just awkward when he shows up, right? Like.
0: Yeah, because they were like, oh, it's kind of a personal, like, it's this is sort of a, a club that we do. And he's like, well, uh, I'll just sit down anyways. He's still yeah, being as a church trope knows. character. Church and they both, we, we didn't talk about in the first one, too, in the first episode, and it carries over to the second one, is the fact that the mystery is building also because Wanda and Vision can't answer certain questions. They don't know how they got there. They don't remember getting married. Oh, right, right. They don't remember... Anything from before. They they remember certain details. There's that Easter egg in the first episode when Vision's trying to justify uh Wanda's the way that she's acting when they get home because of the misunderstanding by saying, Oh, that's a Sokovian thing. She's from Sokovia. Mm-hmm. So they know each other's backstories, but anything that led them to where they are in this world that they're in right now, they can't answer those questions. And I think that it shows this interesting thing where they are still themselves yet they're acting like these characters.
1: Yeah, the, I think the biggest takeaway on that was uh, obviously the heart on the calendar, which they didn't know what that was. And um, Wanda says, you're a sentiment being and I'm something, something. We, you would think we wouldn't need an abbreviation.
0: Yeah, exactly. She says you have you can uh go faster at speed of sound and I can move things with my mi- or, and I can move a pen with my mind. Why do we need to abbreviate? What are we in such a hurry for? Like they and they know they have powers. They know they're trying to hide that stuff. In the second episode, you're right, too. You're seeing this thing where Vision's trying to become a part of the watch and he's integrating with that and uh Wanda's trying to get in with the like the party planning city committee of the ladies and and that leads to in the first episode, our red Easter egg was The helicopter. A helicopter crashes into the bush and she picks it up and it's like a red and yellow Iron Man colored helicopter that has a little symbol on the front, which we will find out is, you know, sword. And we see that at the end of the episode as well, uh, the sword symbol and somebody monitoring what's going on in this television show. Yeah, when you oh, get yeah, to the yeah, very yeah. last scene, you, S.W.O.R.D. is monitoring the TV show. They're watching it on a screen and monitoring what's going on. So we know that Wanda's is trapped in some kind of world. And we get a, another flash of that before the red blood scene in the second one where uh, Wanda the radio starts going nuts. Oh, yeah. And Oops. starts ta- And you can hear a communication coming through where somebody from S.W.O.R.D., who I'm guessing is, um, at this point, is Donnie, uh, the FBI agent from Ant-Man. Oh. Uh, Jimmy Woo, Randall Park's character Jimmy yeah. Woo. I think it's him trying to talk to her and basically saying, who's doing this to you, Wanda? Come in, come in. And then the world starts to turn on its axis a little bit and, and the blood red and all that stuff. But I will say one thing, changing gears just a bit, Brad. Uh, Paul Bettany and, and uh, Elizabeth Olsen, are, they have amazing chemistry. I think they're doing such a good job in the show. But, man, Paul Bettany's got it. His whole drunk vision <laughs> comedy. He has spent so many years doing... Either light romantic comedies or just dramas, that to see him be a comedic actor and crush it as a drunk vision was amazing. Yeah,
1: that was, I thought that was a little weird, but he swallows gum on accident and like.
0: And it clogs up the gears inside yeah. of him.
1: <laughs> and then he just. Again, drunk. a yeah. twist on it.
0: Which is where, after we finish talking about this episode, I have a theory about that too. Lots of weird stuff
1: going on. Also at the end of this episode uh, episode two like a beekeeper comes out of the sewer yeah and there's this weird like wanda sees him in the street and they make like eye contact and she just says no
0: (laughs) no and rewinds and does it again which i think is a much bigger clue to what's actually going Mm -hmm. on in the the 50-50 what's happening scenario that's going on in this show. Because either, and we see when Randall Park, whoever is, calling through the radio, Wanda is trapped in this, I'm going to guess, pocket reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the trailers and stuff, we saw that there's sort of this force field and a field somewhere, and I think she's trapped inside that bubble. Um, and the two fifty-fifty 50 that someone has trapped her, or she's trapped herself in this reality bubble. And I think that that's the first real indicator that not for, there's some, there's some hints. That's the first time where she is completely 100%. You can tell in control of that reality, she is able to rewind it and change the events, not just fiddle with things inside of it. Yeah. Which is why my personal opinion is that she has built this for herself.
1: Um, I was going to say something else about the second episode. Uh,
0: the commercial is for the Stucker watch? Were you I wasn't, that? but
1: that's a good one. The commercial, yeah. So the commercial in this one is a watch, and it's a Strucker watch. I forget what the tech, like mm-hmm. a man never leaves home without or whatever.
0: Yeah, without a Strucker, and it's got the little, the watch is a good looking watch, and it's got the little octopus H- and it says Hail Hydra. Yeah. Uh,
1: which I, I was surprised to see that for sure.
0: Yeah, I think it's clever, though, too. Um, in the first, the commercial we talked about, uh, but we didn't really hit on, in the first episode, the commercial is for a Stark Industries toaster that when they put the toast in, and it does all these other kind of cooking things, but you can hear all of Iron Man's suit sounds, mm-hmm. like when his uh, when his blasters go off, that's when the toast pops and stuff. And I think there's a good juxtaposition between the fact that in the first episode, the commercial is for Stark, and the second one's for Strucker, and those are the two people who negatively affected Wanda's life as a child the most. A Stark Industry missile killed her parents and then she became an experiment for Strucker. Yep.
1: Um, when I first heard that, for some reason, I, w- I got confused with Stryker, which is it from X Men. I was uh, like, whoa.
0: Yeah, Stryker. Stryker's in this too? <laughs> Shit. That's how I was like,
1: oh, wait, whoa. And, but then I realized. Um, yeah, Baron von Strucker. Yeah, I re- went back and watched Age of Ultron. Yeah. To be with honest, of- I'm just going to. My. Initial takes and again, I know it's a slow burn and whatnot, but I I don't want to say I was disappointed. I was like, I don't know. My expect I guess my expectations were a little high. I don't know what I expected. I think I wasn't expecting not knowing enough. I thought we'd kind of get all that stuff.
0: They they'd hit you up early and then they'd do more of a big reveal at the beginning and then build away from that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But but. I
0: I agree. I think that's been some, like I said, some of the biggest feedback is people just weren't expecting such a slow burn with, uh, with two extremely powerful uh, characters. And I will say too, you know, um, we're going to be talking on our podcast this week about house of M and there are some other, a ton of ties to house of M in this, because it's, I think a twist on that story. I don't think that's going out on a limb, Um, but house of M starts really slow too. the first two issues of that comic are are mm-hmm. trying to solve our Wolverine trying to solve something in a world where things are just kind of kooky and then it really takes off
1: yeah well at the, again we'll talk about this uh, on our main show but at the beginning of House of M it's everybody getting together and I I don't know we don't know if this is going to be a spoiler or not but in the comic books at least um, everyone gets together to decide whether or not to kill Wanda. Wanda yeah Cause she's made this alternate or she's just losing her mind in this realm or whatever. And then she like rearranges reality all together. Yeah. And then which opens up. Yeah. Opens up with different characters and what's going on in their world.
0: I do think that that was probably, uh, uh, there's something funny. We'll talk about this, but even tying into this, this is the first time in this show. If it is Wanda creating this, This is the first time we've seen the actual Scarlet Witch's powers from the comics be used, which is her ability. She can she can fly and move stuff, but her real power is the ability to manipulate reality. And I think the MCU worked itself into a corner on accident without knowing it when they did Age of Ultron because they made her and Quicksilver. She made them both be, or they made them both be created by the Mind Stone.
1: Right. When I think.
0: I imagine those kids, but I think what the accident they did and they probably look back and go shit is if there was some way they could have made it. So she was actually that they used the ether on her. Cause that's the reality stone. Mm, then her mm-hmm. abilities would come from the ether and it would make more sense that she has red magic, that she can manipulate things Yeah, and, I thought and, give, that too. and give Quicksilver the mind stone. But then the problem with that is, Oh no, now they have two infinity stones, but You know, maybe they had a, they could have done a a little right away in that movie where they had a sample of the ether that they used on her, right? Or just something Mm -hmm. like that. But I think they look back probably if I'm in one of those creative writing meetings and they go, shit, we really botched that one. Uh, Mm -hmm. But you know what? We'll just go forward with it and people won't care. But you're right. We'll talk about House of M and and how obviously, I mean, there's a House of M Easter egg in this, uh, in this show. Yeah. The bottle of wine is called the Modure de Miserable or something like that, which means House of Misery, which is, Another name for House of M.
1: Yeah, and the other one too was she gets or she's pregnant at the end of yes. episode two, Dope. out of so, nowhere.
0: So let me ask, Brad. Now that we're two episodes in and we've given spoilers, there that what do you think is going on?
1: Uh, yeah, it's a great, great question. Um, let's do this before we get into the the theories. Uh, just a, a couple of Easter eggs, which we pretty much
0: oh yeah, hit the easter's.
1: Um, obviously we talked about Stark and, uh, s- Strucker
0: big time, but let's,
1: let's talk about s- sword for a little bit. Uh, sword is a, a let say what a, a department or like world observation. Resp- they
0: are the easiest way for me to remember is not the name, but shield is for protection of earth. Sword is for space defense.
1: So yeah, sentient world observation and response
0: apartment yeah uh we saw we saw
1: sword didn't we in captain marvel
0: i think there's a, a an easter egg to sword but i don't think well, we actually saw anything with them
1: yeah it was kind of like an easter egg but then i want to say in the first avengers too, there's been sprinkles of sword throughout the mcu i know that a couple of different times the organization that is monitoring or whatever they're doing so like you said, it's a it's a counter to sword. So I'm curious how that's going to play out. I'm not familiar too much with. If they were in House of Emmanon. I can't remember.
0: I don't remember. I mean, they've been in the comics a while, but I don't. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, there's a couple of these entities, right? Like rocks on and uh, sword, shield. Yeah, yeah. hammer. Hammer. Aw- uh, hand. Yeah, the hand and all that, all that stuff. But. This looks seems to me, uh, it's uh, playing a role. I don't know if we know if they, maybe they're the enemy or... Because they're supposed to be good guys, right? But they're a little Yeah, shady. they are.
0: Well, they're only shady because they deal with... I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. is shady as shit, too. They were fucking Hydra for right. a while. Uh, Sword is, I would say, less than shady. They're just more like... they They have to do a tough job. They deal with cosmic entities. And so they have to be a little bit more... Uh, I don't know. Not aggressive, but... They're a little more like the CIA, where S.H.I.E.L.D. is a more like the FBI.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Um, Alright, let's talk some theories here. Yeah, so I, I guess I'm on the fence of the show so far, because I don't really know what's going on, which is part of the plan and the process and being a mystery and all. But as far as my college uh, comic book references go, I, it was hard for me to pinpoint an event, but there's something to do with vision's body because when he died in infinity war, I mean, they didn't just leave his body there. He's like, like a, like having a nuclear weapon right there. Yeah, they picked, they picked it up and
0: did something with it.
1: Yeah. So it it could be anything from like Wanda inside or trying to rebuild or there's so much going on to, to try and really pinpoint it. But, um, yeah, Chris, I honestly don't know, and I thought I had a theory, but I, after watching it, it's kind Boy, of... Boy, I have a,
0: I have a big fat theory for you. Hit it, hit it. The end of the second episode, she looks down, she's pregnant. Okay, cool. But I said before that moment happened, it's definitely tied to House of M. There's something about the children because in the first episode they bring up kids, and in the second episode it lays heavily on kids. In fact, to where all the town people on three occasions chant for the children. Okay. Oh yeah! Right. Here's my theory, and this is going to be a long walk. Um, <laughs> I think that Wanda is pregnant. Okay. In real so life. I think she's pregnant in yeah in outside of this pocket reality. So I think she got pregnant probably. I want to say, let's just go out on a limb and say during Infinity War when they are in Scotland. I, <laughs> I think. W- she,
1: I- I have so many questions.
0: (laughs) I think she got pregnant without knowing, right? With vision. Cause they also tie in the fact in the show that he is, and I forgot this until I rewatched Ultron uh, age of Ultron. He is the system that he was built in. It makes him a machine, but he's made out of organic material that's wired together. Right? So he can pro reproduce, procreate. procreate. Um, I think that she got pregnant when they were in that right before they were attacked then she gets snapped, okay? But when she comes back, I think she's still pregnant. So this is my theory that they're gonna tie that all together in the fact that, uh-oh, like she was pregnant without knowing, disappeared for all those years, came back, but nothing changed, she's still pregnant. So I think they're gonna tie in. That's how it happened before Vision died, all right? And here's my big one. This is this is the only this is the big leap I'm taking. Either the helicopter she was on crashed. I think she was on that Sword helicopter and it crashed and in order to save herself she created a pocket reality or they were trying she was trying to be taken by Sword because she has like you said it perfectly basically she's growing a nuclear warhead in her womb. <laughs> so in some way either that I don't believe that somebody put her in this I think she built this to protect herself and I also don't think that vision is in there with her. I think that he is a manifestation she built. Now I don't know since we get to see him go and do things on his own, I think that he has some form of sentience inside the reality. But when the guy's choking, when the boss is choking and falls down, I think that he's not fully like there with her because she had to tell him to help. He was watching the guy choke, and she said, "Viz, viz, help him." And then he went, and that makes me feel like she's in control. And Vision didn't blink twice when things got rewound. I think that that reality she's building, and maybe she's doing it with his body. Maybe his body was on the helicopter too. Something weird is going on. I definitely think it's her. I definitely think it has to do with the fact that she's pregnant. And I think the twenty third, the heart thing, I think that that was a convenient tie-in for the show because she would make up that plot in her head. But I think the heart is either the day that the babies are supposed to be born or something like that. It's an important date.
1: Hmm. Interesting
0: that's my theory because you can't have her have the babies and then lose them or whatever, like in house of M when she goes fucking crazy. But I think if you put her in a scenario where she finds out after Viz is dead and she got snapped away that she's carrying a child and somebody's trying to take that from her, that she would trap herself in a bubble and then sort of gets stuck in it. And I think we're going to watch the show progress where it's going to go from the sixties to the seventies to the eighties. Yeah. All the and then, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, she's going to have to work her way out.
1: Doesn't it go all the way up to like a modern family?
0: Yeah, and I think and I also like the I love that too because I like the idea that there's not a villain. Now, Catherine Hahn is something. She's not just a part of that reality like the other people. She's interacting yeah. in a few ways where you can tell that she's outside of it. I don't know if that now it's possible she is a villain that trapped her, or she maybe she was the freaking pilot in the helicopter that went down or whatever. I don't know, but I just I like the idea that there's no villain in this show. If the fact that sword is trying to get in, they're gonna send in the girl from Captain Marvel. Like they're trying to help Wanda because something crazy's happening, and she's her own enemy inside this thing. I love, yeah. I love the psychological twist on that.
1: Plus, Cat Dennings also in, mm-hmm. in here somewhere
0: because now uh, you have her helping out because she understands you know a little bit of the quantum, and it does raise other questions. Like why don't they just call Doctor Strange and be like, "Hey, man, will you get out here and check this fucking bubble out and see if you can get in there? <laughs> Something's weird something going
1: on." on. Something like that, for sure. Um,
0: that's my theory, though. That's a good. That's a very
1: interesting uh, theory. And definitely sounds like you put some thought to it, too.
0: Definitely did. <clears throat> where, but- I think it's going to be heartbreaking. I think the show is going to be scary, and I think it's going to be heartbreaking at the end. I think that either... I don't think we're going to get Vision back. Um, oh, no. I think that'll be sort of like a, a... It'll be a much better version of Wonder Woman 1984, where she's going to have to break the reality. But in doing that, she has to say goodbye to him again. Uh, but maybe oh. it's in order to save her child or something like that. I think that could be really cool. Yeah. I and mean, then yeah. you got yourself a young Avenger. You got yourself a freaking Android kid.
1: Oh, that's right. They did that. I forgot. Which would be what?
0: super sick. It was a it, girl, right? Yeah. Her name is like... It's not illusion. Oh, wait. Is that another Easter egg? Is her name Glamour?
1: Oh, that's a good... Google that. I just realized that as you said it. The magic show.
0: Yeah. I can't remember... Oh no, Wiccan! Wiccan is their kid.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Wicken Wiccan's also gay too, right?
0: He is. Is that right? Is it Wiccan? One Envision's kid. Yeah, is is Wiccan, and he is. Yeah, the first. I think he was the first openly gay uh, Marvel character. Interesting. We'll I, find out man, if they if they name him Willie William, then we'll know that that's that's who it. When she has the kid in the show.
1: I, but in House of M, she had twins, right? Yeah. Interesting. So you think it's just one child, not two? Well,
0: also House of M takes a weird twist as well. And we don't know how much magic is going to be involved because in House of M, Vision can't, in the comics, Vision can't have kids. So she has to make a deal with Mephisto.
1: Oh, right. To have and that's to. what
0: gets her pregnant. And then that's why everything falls apart and why she goes insane. Uh, but in this one, they're really driving home that, you no, know, they haven't introduced Mephisto. So this would be a weird time to do it. But um, they're also really driving home, in two instances, he mentions that he has human components, even though he's a machine. And also, another reason why I don't think he's real, the gum thing. The gum thing is too convenient to a show. The fact that he swallows a piece of gum that junks up his gears, why didn't he just reach inside himself and pull it out? I think that he's not real, because he's not a, a, acting the way that Vision would act. Yeah,
1: he's, he's, he's like a sitcom.
0: Yeah, he just reached into his stomach and he pulled out, or his body, if that's all well, it took to hat- take him down, he pushed a yeah, hat through the- himself.
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Anywho, that's WandaVision, folks!
1: <laughs> that's WandaVision! WandaVision! Man. Do you think we'll get any mutant
0: references? or? No, I don't think so. No, not yet? Not yet. Not yet. I don't think so. They did They did too much legwork making them gifts or whatever made by the Infinity Stones. It would be a weird time to be like, oh, actually, they're mutants. Unless, yeah. unless I mean, well, it would the really, snap it like would really yeah, that's what I was going to say. It could really cause some issues if mutants were born because the Infinity Stones altered people when they were snapped back. Like a population of those that came back had powers from the Infinity Stones. Oh, boy. Because Rocket does say in Endgame... That it bathed the entire world. The entire planet was bathed in cosmic energy. So, I don't know. Now we're now yeah, we're that, thinking, Brad. Now we're now thinking. Now we're now. In we're fact, Disney, if trailer. you're listening and you want that idea, you can have it. Just pay fucking money for it.
1: <laughs> uh can't wait to see this next episode. It's gonna be in color. Um did did you notice at the very beginning of the second the intro? the six stars around things of the moon.
0: I did. Yeah, the six stars that go bing 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 bing. What's that mean?
1: That's uh Infinity Stones, isn't
0: it? Oh, that's very true. It is Infinity Stones, you're right.
1: They could possibly t- make uh Mephisto kind of Catherine like could
0: be Mephisto.
1: That'd be interesting.
0: We haven't seen that yet, but that could be interesting.
1: Yeah, cuz that ties in with Doctor Strange. You could also tie that Villain to Doctor Doom. Fantastic Four. There you go. I feel like that's a little dark though. That'd be a really dark turn.
0: It it would be it would be dark, but it would also, that's where we're about to go. We're about to go into the multiverse. And you can make Mephisto. In fairness, they always this is a stipulation when Mephisto comes up. He's not actually the devil in a religious sense. He's a multidimensional demonic presence. <laughs> so it's 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 like it didn't, they didn't want to say they didn't want to call him the devil, yeah. You they, they right? can't call him the devil because then you introduce the idea of angels and devil. It's like, no, he just is like Dormammu in the sense of interdimensional being who is inherently evil, yeah. Very
1: interesting. Uh, let us know what you thought about WandaVision. I always love hearing maybe your theories. If you have one, kick it over to us over at g-splash-bc at gmail.com. Or hit us up on the Instagram tip at G Splash Podcast. Uh man. Any um, again, I was a little disappointed, but I'm still all in. I, I think I'm just gonna rank the series on the whole. Yeah. Because it's it's technically supposed to be like a movie altogether. So
0: that's right. Maybe it's that like, like one big thing. Yeah, that's a, and that's probably what we're gonna see with the end. You'll say, wow, there were some ups and down episodes, but overall I give the series a blank, you know.
1: Uh, stick around uh, like Chris said we're talking House of M over at G splash main show that, that'll that be fun I'm actually rereading it right now have you have you, have you-